The Big Free Plug. All right, this is fun. We got a guy in the studio named Frankie. Frankie, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good. This is fascinating. That's good. That's it's, what we want to hear. That's right. Uh, it's it's debating. You teach kids how to debate. Oh, kids? Like, what age group? Yeah, you know, now we do K to 12. So it's it's the whole spectrum. When I started coaching, it was mostly high school students. But as it's growing in popularity, everyone wants their kid to learn public speaking and debating. Because yeah, that's how you get what you want in life, right? Oh, absolutely. I think it, like, it applies to like every kind of career, every opportunity, every scholarship, every university wants someone who can speak confidently. So right. we're really giving kids the, the most important skill, I think. Don't you guys go to like the world championship of uh, debating? Yeah. So that yeah. is that's the goal. That's the focus. So pretty much um, we're geared towards competitive debating. So eventually we want our students to be competing in Vancouver, in Canada, and then one day around the world. And we've taken kids to Romania, Singapore, England, Czech Republic like the US, Argentina, Bermuda, the list goes on. Oh, so that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So it's the kids get to do just so many different things, but ultimately it's it's typically two versus two, give them a topic and then they have to, you know, debate it in a in a constructive way, in a format. Right. Um but yeah, they love it. I love it and it's been an amazing career. And debating is basically just kind of like the the proper way to argue. Yeah, yeah debating really, right? is the proper yeah. So you my mom yeah. my mom always said, you know, I started off at the kitchen table and then I made it into a, a <laughs> career. But yeah, it starts off with your son or daughter just being inquisitive and asking questions or pushing back or or you know, having those just dinner time talks that kind of then translate into this formal idea of of competitive debate. You know what I always think about? <laughs> I got to play this clip for him because you're saying, remember this, Will Farrow? That's the way you do it. Remember he does that was debate? Old school? Yeah. Old they, school. Whoever he's debating against, that was perfect. A lot of parents are rubbed the wrong way when, they're, when their kids stand up to them. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we have had some parents say, you know, I'm not interested. I don't want right. my kid to be arguing back at me. So thanks, but no thanks. But what a great life skill. Like you said, uh, I mean, it doesn't matter what it is, whether you've got get pulled over by a cop. I have done that, kid. Right. I have I have gotten my way out of a few tickets. So I can imagine, it, yeah. It, it, yeah, persuasion. Getting into arguments with, with what, my wife. You learn to listen and yeah. you learn to take each side. Yeah. That's very important. My friends and my partner and my parents, they all, uh, they kind of hate it because I'm just constantly, a debate makes your mind just constantly go and you just, yeah. you think of every, every way out, every solution, every idea all at once. So it makes you so like on top of your stuff. So what are a couple of <laughs> tips or could you give us a tip on how to, how to become a better? Well, first of all, I mean, on the public speaking side, confidence is key. You got to fake it until you make it. And, and a big part of public speaking and debating, whether we agree with it or not. And if we look to Trump and if we look to like, you know, politicians, it's just appearing really, really confident and, and absolutely having conviction in your voice and in what you're saying. That's on the, the style side, we call it the delivery. Um, on the content, it's really just making sure that your argument are clearly thought out they're well explained and just having a variety of arguments i mean again it the difference between a debate competition and fighting with your wife is, is right. <laughs> it's a little different um but but yeah just having really really clear ideas but again that confidence and that style can really get you a long way um would you say that's like 80 percent of it it's being confident because there are people like politicians who are talking out of their ass yeah but they say it in such a confident way that you that must have been recent well you just said trump well, exactly. Yeah. Right. I mean, watching Trump against Hillary, however many years ago, it was like pretty clear who won on content and on strategy. But then on style, I mean, he took it over. But yeah, I think, unfor well, for better or worse, style is probably 
eighty percent. It's a right. it's a huge chunk of it because that's what gets at people's heartstrings. It's what they see. It's they they feel body language and all of that. That just takes over a judge. Um, you know, maybe more so than the actual argument. So yeah. I've heard that before that that people really make decisions based on emotion rather oh, absolutely. Than, than facts. Absolutely. So you're right. So if you are confident and you play to the emotion of someone who, who would be the judge, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. And we do, we, we do get into these techniques and we, we, yeah, we obviously, we teach the basics, the confidence, the eye contact, the body language, but um, yeah, then we try to get into this kind of greater concept of like emotion and who is your judge and what does your judge look like and what is their background and what kind of arguments might speak to them yeah. a little bit more. So oh, this is so cool. So you literally will start this with kids who are five or six years old? Nowadays, yeah. So again, wow. the demand is just so high. In the K to three program, we're really talking about just confidence, just having the kids like speak out loud, be able to um yeah, just stand in front of an audience and, and speak confidently. By the time they get to grade four to seven, they start the more simpler topics. So um, banning private schools, banning school uniforms, topics that they kind of can relate to. Then by grade eight to 12, they're talking about global issues, invading countries and abortion and, and issues on BLM and on LGBTQ wow. rights. And like, it, it's so extensive. It's, it's amazing to, to see. I didn't know a school like this existed. Didn't for a long time. So yeah, we're basically one of the first in the world to be an uh, academy devoted entirely to speech and debate. Um, there is, you know, a couple other ones now propping up a few in the country, a few around the world. But uh, it was my aunt who said, look, like, you're good at this. You need to make this a, a thing, a, yeah. a, a career, a business. And, and I employ my, my mother, my sister, they're in my office. And I have former students that work with me and I have my best friend's sister. Um, so it's a family affair now. And we have, you know, around 300 students. And it's, it's a dream come true for me to, to have made this into my job. It's called Fostering Debate Academy. Frankie, you're awesome, man. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> the Big Free Plug.